Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. The Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Nigel. Hammer's over there. Casey Daniels from the Kendall and Casey Show joining us live in studio for her weekly segment we like to call the side piece. Casey, how are you? I'm good. How about you guys? Excellent. Heard the uh, long interview you did with the Republican running for mayor against Joe Hogg. Said his name's Jefferson Sharif. Mm-hmm. A very controversial figure over the past couple of days after he rolled out his public safety plan. Part of that plan is to ban assault weapons in Marion County, raise the, uh, the age limit to 21, and get rid of constitutional... Carrie, mm-hmm. your uh, overall thoughts and impressions of the interview and how, I mean, it was a long interview, right? I it mean, was. It like an hour long almost, Yeah, right? it was about 45 minutes. We did go into three different segments. A couple weeks ago, I called for his uh, public safety plan because I wanted to know where he stood on some things. And then <laughs> I went on vacation and left town when he <laughs> released it. Um, and I know a lot of people are really upset by points in his plan. Why are you looking at me, Casey? Understandably. Well, <laughs> Why is everybody in the room looking at yeah, me? Well, because Guy Relford isn't here, so it's going to fall on you. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the interview went, he's 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 a very nice person. I think that he is taking everything personally, and I was curious about that. Is this just a political move, or is this personal? Because, you know, uh, in the past, I don't know if it's still... Um, eligible, but he was an NRA member. Um, so was this a political move or a personal move? And I, I think that he's he's really trying to move some Democratic moderates over to his side, but it's coming at a cost of losing a lot of his base. So gut feeling here. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the proper thing to say on the radio, just a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. You had the guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he's genuine? And do you feel like this whole gun grab thing was his idea or did that come from his advisors? I think it, okay, um, a gut feeling. I do think that he is very concerned about the city of Indianapolis. Uh, I think that is genuine. He said that he's been doing a lot of listening. He's been doing a lot of talking with people. Um, But I think that this is a combination of former plans, uh, Ballard, for example, and I think it's a combination of what he's heard from other people. Did he come up with this plan himself? Probably not all of it. I think he believes in it. I believe, it, yeah, exactly. That answers your question, Hammer. I listened to the interview. I think he believes every word in, of, of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to just... play a couple sound bites here from your okay. interview earlier, Casey. This is where you and Rob both were trying to get some sort of resolution on why Let's just for blanks and giggles here say that he gets this gun grabber plan passed through. Why would any criminal uh, be scared of a fine? Because that's really what this whole thing would be about. They're not afraid of a shootout or going to prison. Why would they be afraid of a fine that they may not be accountable to pay? If they're going to break the law to shoot somebody, why would they? Why would they be worried about being arrested potentially for illegally owning a firearm? I, I think that's where people. Well, get- Rob, they need to be afraid. I mean, I mean, there need to be consequences for this, and and and. and we've gotten so soft on on crime and these consequences, and on solving these shootings. One point I made on my role last Thursday is that the solve rate on homicides has fallen from a high of 81 percent 
down to the low 30s today. We need to get the, the we need to get the illegal guns and the violent offenders off of our streets. We need to prosecute them and keep them off the streets. But the consequences have become so inconsequential today that you've got an odds-on favorite of gunning someone down in Indianapolis and not getting picked up, not being identified, not getting picked up. Part of the reason that it's fallen is because the most talented police officers in the investigations of the detective corps, they're the most are, are 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 the veterans, and that's where we're bleeding that talent. So I didn't hear an answer to the question right there. I heard a pivot to mm-hmm. try and blame Ryan Mears, which mm-hmm. yes. all right, there's yeah, I mean, I there's something that. to that yeah. conversation. But you asked, why would somebody willing to shoot someone in cold blood mm-hmm. give a damn about a fine? Right. There's no teeth to what he wants to do. And there was no answer there. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's the point. If somebody isn't afraid about getting in a shootout or they're not afraid about going to prison or they're not afraid of dying, they're certainly not going to be deterred from someone threatening that they're going to have to pay an ordinance. Here's another uh, clip from your conversation earlier. This is where you were trying to get some insight on who he has been speaking with, Mm -hmm. if anybody, at the Indiana General Assembly. Because Jefferson Shreve says, unlike Boss Hogsett, the gun grabber plan, which is the same as Hogsett, he could get it passed. Mm -hmm. Now, who on the state legislature has made you believe that they're going to support your plan? No one from the state legislature has told me that they're going to do this. But I have... I have had conversations before I rolled out this public safety plan. I, I met with all of our Republican members of the Marion County delegation mm-hmm. to give them a heads up. Uh, and then after I rolled it out, you know, the guys like Freeman and I back and forth, he doesn't agree with me. So, summary. He hasn't spoken to anybody, Mm -hmm. but the local people he spoke with, the one guy disagrees. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, because he's trying to change the state law or or even a federal law. Okay, and I was curious, do you have a group of people who are in support of this? Name names. Who are they? And he clearly said he didn't have anybody. And then later I went to ask him, he said he's advocating. He would he would advocate for the city of Indianapolis. And I was curious, Okay, one person advocating is great. But it's going to take more than that. Have you talked to the mayors in South Bend, Evansville, Fort Wayne, Gary? Are you going as a collective group going to do this to try to change the state law? And he said again, no, he does not have a coalition built. Are you Marion County resident? Yes, I okay, am. So let me ask Indianapolis. Both, let me ask. But, you know but, that I play gunshot or firework a lot. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> let me just think strategically here. To Sharif thinks by taking his past A rating with the NRA off the table, taking the gun side of it, basically mirroring Hogsett, that's something that Hogsett can't criticize him for anymore. We've got all this gun violence in the city of me. He wants more guns. He takes that angle off the table. Does that help his campaign at all? Well, I think there's a couple things in his plan that he really needs to focus on. Because at this point, if you're against him because of the gun bullet points, (laughs) joke there, uh, that he has in the plan, you're not going to like him anyway. So if he's lost that base of people and he's trying to reach out to more of these moderates, uh, maybe even some Democrats that he's got to pull over to his side to win, he needs to focus on some other things. And that is hiring a public safety director, something Hogg said, oh, we don't need that. I'll be the public safety director. Clearly, he's not good at that job. Uh, He has this mayor's night out plan. He should focus on that. But most importantly, if he really wants to make some traction, he needs to get out 
out there with his messaging. Where was Hogsett on the night of the riots? Because I will be there. I won't leave you. Hogsett did. Nigel, I'm going to answer your question directly. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, remind me again how many mass shootings have taken place during the NRA convention. Look at the crime numbers of when the NRA convention has been in Indianapolis, the couple times that it's been. It's been pretty smooth sailing in downtown Indianapolis. And what I noticed today, Casey, mm-hmm. was anytime, whether it was you or Rob, that brought up the word pandering, mm-hmm. he got really defensive. Mm-hmm. He got really defensive when... The idea of pandering got brought up. Well, guess what he's doing right now? You are pandering to the people that probably hate your guts anyway. You've turned your back on law-abiding citizens, people like myself. And we played this clip earlier in the show, and I want to know if you caught this too. He goes on the record and says, we need WIBC listeners. Well, tell that to your chief advisor, who has been going on social media, Mark Lubbers, ripping WIBC, ripping the listeners, fighting with Guy Relford. Even Shreve took another shot at Guy Relford today. He did. He did. He came off and to Guy me texted today, Casey, me. Real quick. Yeah. He came off to me as somebody that was willing to say anything for the heat to die down. Yeah. And, you know, if he's trying to pull from those hogshead voters, is he selling out his own party to win? Well, let me. Uh, I, I haven't heard this call yet. Did, it's did, fantastic, did my, did Nigel. My, my, my dad. He did le- leave a voicemail on your. You guys have a segment <laughs> you call voicemails, and you have a number. Mm-hmm. What's the number? It's three one seven. Oh my god, six eight four eight four four four. Oh, there you go. Okay, so my dad is a Marion County resident, lives downtown. I have not heard this yet. You guys played it today, so mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm hearing this. You'll be proud. Okay, here, Robin Casey. This is the first time I've ever left a voicemail, and. Uh, in, in full disclosure, I should let you know that I'm Nigel's dad. Uh-oh. <laughs> the reason for the voicemail is to give you my perspective on Shreve's position to ban assault rifles and, and constitutional carry. I'm qualified at some level to have an opinion because I live a block from your studio on the circle. I have a first-hand look at what happens in the city every day. When I heard Shreve might have a chance to beat Hogshead, I was so excited I reached out to see if I could host a meet-and-greet to support him. But before I could put that together, I heard about his position on assault weapons and constitutional carry. Well, um, I no longer have an interest in a meet and greet, and here's why. I was home the night of the BLM riots. That night, hundreds of rioters not only broke out the windows and ransacked the restaurant in my building, but broke windows and came inside the entry to my home. Yep. Fortunately, they didn't climb the stairs of the home, but if they had, IMPD wasn't there. I'm sure my safety wasn't on Hogsett's mind. My only protection that night came from the weapons I legally choose to own. I guess Tree wants me to give some of those back. He also wants to limit my ability to carry a handgun. Maybe he should move to my block and see what life in India is really like before he makes policy decisions. If he was my neighbor over the last year, he'd have seen multiple murders within 100 feet of his home. Um, even a carjacking with a 70-year-old woman in the back seat steps from his front door. Mm-hmm. And uh, a grandmother with a grandchild robbed at night point next to his parked car. And those are just the highlights. Tree's policy, I think, would take away my right to defend my home and life. And I think that idea sucks. But, hey, maybe I'm wrong. If Shreve's policies pass, the bad guys might hand over their assault rifles and not carry handguns anymore. <laughs> then I won't need mine. Yeah, right. It's time to move. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. Wow, that's my dad. I'm mm-hmm. proud of the old man. Yeah, I'm with and your dad on that, man. I'm 100% in support of your dad. Look, he's not a, a political guy. This is a, this is the the opinion of somebody that resides in the heart of downtown Indianapolis. Yeah, he, he and, and, and and he's seen what happens. He was here. Yeah, uh, that day uh, we also found out that his dad, my grandfather, died, hmm. passed away. He was actually pulling out of the garage and saw all the windows of the restaurant and his lobby blown out. So, yeah, he if anybody's qualified to have an opinion on this, it's my dad. Yeah. So, Casey, bring it full circle here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you take away from the interview? Did he do anything at all? To move to, the needle? To move the needle. I don't think so. Unfortunately, I think that he means well, and he seems like he's a smart, nice, reasonable person. Uh, However, I think that uh, his plan is turning off his base, and he lost the election because of it. And now he can use the state legislature as a scapegoat. Came off as a little phony to me. And whether that's him Mm -hmm. or his spokespeople, his Mm -hmm. advisors, Mm -hmm. the whole thing stinks to me. After after the interview, after we got off the air, he actually was asking for some advice from Rob and I, which I thought was really interesting because I think he is passionate. He does want to see Indianapolis become safe. But shouldn't he already have a plan, though, Casey? I know we're he running should. way late here, yeah, but and you're I, running and for the mayor of a city that's hosted a Super Bowl. And he you has, can't act like you don't know what you're doing. And that's what he said, that he's learning and he's listening, and we cannot afford to have someone who's going through on-the-job training as our mayor. They have to have the plan. They have to have the knowledge going in. Great job today, Casey. Thank you. Thank you. Casey Daniels, the Kendall and Casey Show, 9 to noon, right here at 93 WIBC. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.